Well, this isn't very good. Welcome back in, one and all, to Sucktastic Cinema, where if these movies try too hard or know what they are, endearment is the name of the game. I am Steven, and it's just me this week. Matt is taking a well-deserved week off. And you know what they say, when the mat's away, the rat will play. Yeah, baby. Anyway... Before I dive into what we kind of have today for this week's offering, I want to give a few quick shout outs. Um, anytime we can, shout out our friends and our listeners, um, anybody who takes the time to kind of get a hold of us, to reach out to us on, on social media. Um, we always, always, always want to make sure that you are recognized on this show. Uh, so first, to our friends over at the From the Point podcast, which is Joe Gilbert and Chris Haney, uh, who they were on our Street Fighter episode, if you listen to that. This past week, they jumped back onto the airwaves and they delivered just an awesome episode of their show. Uh, and for those of you that may not remember, From the Point, uh, the From the Point podcast with Joe and Chris, um, it focuses on St. Louis Blues hockey, but also sprinkles in other hockey news and tidbits. They're just, they're both two big hockey fans who love St. Louis Blues hockey. Uh, but also for those of you out there who want to listen and you may not have, you know, uh, a vast interest in the blues, uh, they also talk about just around the league hockey. They're just big hockey fans. Just the the guy's enthusiasm for the game and for, for their home team uh, would just will keep you engaged. It's really great to listen to. Um, plus, like I said, they're, they're good friends who have supported the show since day one. And they've just been, you know, great about encouraging us and we're, and we're always 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 greatly appreciative of that again that's from the point podcast and you can find it wherever you're listening to this podcast one other thing since i mentioned those guys um and joe gilbert is one of them i want to give another huge shout out to joe um as well as being a podcast host joe is also a badass bass player and he does the theme for From the Point podcast. So if you listen to From the Point and you really like uh, kind of the bass-driven uh, main theme for the show, that's Joe. And it's it's just it's it's seriously cool. It's really cool. And Joe also always points out whenever we make a reference to uh, the '80s and early '90s sitcom Night Court, uh, which is actually pretty often. It's more often than we than we think. And for those of you familiar with the show, know its theme is a really cool bass line. Well, last weekend, Joe texts me and says he emailed me something he put together. The dude recorded himself playing the bass line to Night Court. Here, give it a listen. We were so freaking psyched he did that and unbelievably appreciative. We are definitely going to try and find as many chances as we can to use it. It's just, it, it's, it's, it's unbelievable to me that, that someone, uh, whether they're a friend or a stranger, would care enough to put their talents to, to good use to do something for your show. It's, I'm unbelievably appreciative. Again, I've said it before. I just, I can't say enough how much we appreciate it. And we're unbelievably humbled. 
by that. Um, thank you again, Joe. Just thank you so much for that. And I really hope I'm not forgetting anybody here at the top. Um, all of you who listen and reach out on social media, like I said, you're seriously the best. Um, I, I mean, uh, thanks to our boy, Zach Lay, who reached out this week. Uh, our friend and past guest slash future guest, hint, hint, wink, wink, Katie Leggett. Um, and there, there are, there had to have been others, uh, Dave Little, um, but anybody who, who just reaches out, you're, you're always going to be due a shout out on the show. So thank you again. Um, and and I'm so, I'm sorry if I'm forgetting anybody, uh, but we thank you all the same. This is still a small operation, but your support makes us feel big. Um, so on to today. Last week, we mentioned how we would have an opportunity to interview Chauncey Laparty, or Squints from The Sandlot, about a movie he did back in the mid-90s, as well as ask him some questions we've received from friends and listeners. Um, it was supposed to be the episode for this week, but unfortunately, for personal reasons with the show, we decided to reschedule. Um, if you're curious about that, Matt made a post about it on Instagram. Um, so go check that out. And those are the reasons kind of why Matt is taking a week away. Those are the reasons why we rescheduled with, um, Mr. Chauncey Laparty, AKA Swintz. Um, and, uh, you know, kudos to Matt. He was, he's really transparent about it. And, you know, we, we never want to bullshit any of you. So again, props to Matt, props to Matt for being transparent and Props to Chauncey because he has been super cool and and incredibly flexible and understanding um, about our situation, and he's he's still willing to kind of sit down with us. So in November, we will get a chance to Zoom call with Chauncey to talk about his movie that to talk about his movie we were wanting to talk about, and then also to talk about some of his other stuff in his career. Um, so with all that being said. Since we don't have an interview with a 90s child superstar, we do still have a special interview. As you probably noticed when you clicked on the episode, I was able to procure a last-minute interview with a friend of ours. And again, he may not have an interesting career like the guest we had planned on, but he is a vampire, so that's something. So since this is dropping on October 1st, I thought it would be fitting to officially kick off our series of spooky episodes with our friend, Count Yuli. This is an interview with a vampire. I am honored today to be sitting across from an individual who has become a friend of ours in the last few years. If you listened to the Radcast, you heard him in his various escapades during our five weeks of fright events. Ladies and gentlemen, our vampire pal, Count Yuli. Blah! And I thought I was supposed to be the suck-up. <laughs> yeah, very good, because of vampire. Yep. Got it. Yuli, how are you? I'm doing just fine. The, the, this isn't blood, by the way. I'm drinking a V8. I am a neutered vampire. Oh, uh, okay. Um, I feel like we've known each other well enough that I wouldn't fear for my safety, but thank you for letting me know. Good. Because I'm at the stage in my long life that I'm just keeping up appearances at this point. I'm still a vampire, 
but I don't have any of the suave, debonair traits or the menace that some of my contemporaries do. Wow, that's, that's very candid of you, Count Yuli. Don't read too much into it. I'm mainly just reciting my OK Cupid profile. I lay it out on the table. That way, no woman can get mad or think they were sold a bill of goods. Well, hopefully your honesty pays off one day. Also, I've always meant to ask you, is Yuli short for anything? Yeah, cash. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's pretty funny, Yuli. You like that one? I try to infuse a little humor into my cries for help. Okay, well, I must say, Yuli, as nice as our limited correspondence with you over the years has been, I'm excited for us to have an actual sit-down with one another. I too am looking forward to learning why you asked me here. Yuli, as you know, and as our sinners know, we have great affection for the Halloween season. Oh yes, I have been well aware. Although what Halloween for mortals is, is just regular life for me, I appreciate your affection for the holiday. And you've always been such a good sport about helping us out come this time of year. Yes. You two always seem to somehow bring unfortunate circumstances for me that end up inconveniencing my daily routine for the entire month. However, you are very nice, and you always seem to have a never-ending supply of milk duds. So, I am always willing to help you. Excellent, because today is going to be different than how you usually contribute. In honor of this interview airing on October 1st, I wanted to get your take on some common safety precautions we humans work to encourage children and their parents to take whenever they go trick-or-treating this time of year. Wonderful! I am ready! Great. Are you ready? What? Yes! Awesome. So, number one, avoid masks. Huh? Instead of masks, Maybe consider painting the child's face with their desired design or a spooky alternative using makeup or non-toxic paint. We're not really off to a good start. Okay, gotcha. Care to explain? Let me ask you a question. What if I am Michael Myers from Halloween? Ditching the mask and painting my face white doesn't have the same effect. It would fail to look scary anymore and would end up looking like a mime who also happens to be a mechanic, trapped in a box with an engine block. Also, what if I don't have makeup or non-toxic paint sitting around, hmm? Should I just use spray paint? All I'd have to do is tell the kid to close their eyes real tight and don't breathe in. Well, I, I don't think you should go that far. Maybe, maybe you stress your creativity. You could be Mime Cole Myers. Like, like Mime Mime Cole Myers? Okay, funny man. Why don't you leave the jokes to Gallagher or someone very, very funny like Jeff Foxworthy? All right, all right. So not a fan of that one. All right, what about this one? Number two. Consider adding reflective tape to trick-or-treat bags to help with visibility. Or consider putting your child in a reflective vest. No way! That is a surefire way to ruin the integrity of the costume. 
is staying true to a character and a likeness not sacred anymore? I wouldn't want to be a kid running around as Safety Patrol Spider-Man. Hey, remember that issue of Batman where he was a crossing guard? No, because it didn't happen. That gummit. I mean, Yuli, it's pretty important that children are visible if they're going to be out once the sun goes down. Kids get excited and sometimes they don't look before crossing the street. Listen, I see what you are saying. I do. But if you are a stickler about the accuracy when it comes to intellectual properties like I am, then sometimes sacrifices have to be made. Oh, so you're saying a child's safety should be sacrificed in order to ensure your Darth Vader costume isn't ruined? Whoa there, whoa there. I have in no way, shape, or form participated in child sacrifice. That's not my end of the monster spectrum. What? Yuli, that's not what I was getting at. Don't backpedal now. You're getting dangerously close to slander. Let's move on so you don't dig yourself any deeper. Trust me on that one. Wait. I... Okay. Rule 3. Remove anything from your yard that could be a tripping hazard. Things like hoses, lawn decorations, bear traps. Bear traps? From the summer bear season. Uh, sure. Yeah, uh, whatever someone could trip over. Uh, you you want to make sure children have a clear varmint cages. Varmint cages? Yes. There are some creatures that are so big, their cages are large enough to trap a stray child. Right, I, I think I was just thrown off by your usage of the word varmint. Like your Yosemite Sam. Who? Never mind. Fourth, this one is for all those drivers out there. Make sure when you're out on the night of Halloween, you're aware of your surroundings. Make sure also you're making eye contact with trick-or-treaters. That way, they know you see them. I'm not so sure about that one. Really? What's the issue? I'm uncomfortable making eye contact with children. Interesting. Care to elaborate? Well, you see, you can get in trouble for anything these days. Even something as harmless as maintaining eye contact with a kid for longer than a few seconds could put you in the slammer. Oh, come on. Come on, Yuli. Really? Don't you think you're being overdramatic? No. Listen, I don't want to hit the runt. Or hit and run. And I won't. I'm a good driver in my coffin car and bat-shaped steering wheel. But I've been burned before by trusting people would use good judgment. You know how many people have jumped in front of my car for an insurance payout? I could fill a pamphlet! Listen, I'm sorry that happened to you, but why do you feel that justifies being negligent? All you have to do is give a glance, a wave even, and let a child and their parent know you see them. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. What? I, I'm, I mean, it is, but you were just giving pushback on it. You went on about people throwing themselves in front of your car. I did? Yes! I must have zoned out. I think I caught a glimpse of my reflection in your shoes and hypnotized myself. It happens from time to time. Wow. 
Okay. Um, moving on. I have a couple more of these, but we're running low on time. Six. Accompany young children trick-or-treating. Pen a piece of paper with your child's name, phone number, and address on the inside of their pocket in case you get separated. Oh, so kind of like a collar on a dog. Oops, I got separated from my child. I'm not too worried, though. I pinned all their identifiable information to their pocket. Now a stranger will know my child's name, where we live, and the phone number to call to request ransom money. All right, Yuli, that's enough. I have a couple more here, and then we're going to be done. Okay, shoot. All right, number seven. Make sure you pack plenty of extra batteries for your walk with your trick-or-treater. That is also a very good one. Children will tend to get hungry on their way from house to house, and since they can't have any of their candy yet, it's good to let them snack on the batteries. Right? Number eight. Maybe instead of sweets, have a fun alternative to hand out. Maybe erasers, coloring books, pencils. Pencils? Yeah, pencils. And equip a child you've just deprived of candy something to stab you with? Maybe just give them rocks and bricks while you're at it, since you're in the mood to have your property destroyed. Not that jury in the world will convict a child either. Candy is serious business, and once you are pinned as someone who has denied a child of it, a judge will see the defacement of your property as justified. Good luck spending your days breaking rocks on the chain gang and keeping your butthole puckered. People who keep candy from kids get it the worst in prison. Really? I mean, I can't believe I'm even entertaining this, but I mean, I didn't know that. Where did you get this information? Barbara Walters on 2020. It's when she went in undercover to a maximum security prison as a convicted candy creep. Um... Alright, well, I guess you learn something new every day. And I also think that's a good spot as any to end today's talk. Yuli, as always, it's been interesting. I have thoroughly enjoyed your company. If you and your brother want me back for anything this month, you know how to get a hold of me. Well, we'll see. If there's enough of a demand for it, I'm sure we can find something for you. Ah, yes. A conditional friendship. It's a deal. Sounds great. Well, take it easy, but I want to leave you with one last thing. Oh, alright, what's up? People, have fun this Halloween. This past year has been incredibly tough on so many. It's important to maintain hope. Stay the course. We will get through this. Even though we are not out of the woods yet when it comes to this pandemic, try to find some joy in the little moments this Halloween season. That was very sweet, Yuli. I would second that. And for God's sake, when your children become teenagers, don't let them close their bedroom doors all the way. If you do, you'll never see them. They're going to reach an age to where one day you're going through their trick-or-treat bag inspecting their candy. Then the next, there's some grubby college freshman yanking their crank to some MTV VJ. Jesus Christ, Julie! Way to ruin the mood. And how applicable is that reference anymore? It's gonna really take some sinner demand to have you back. 
God almighty. Don't let the door hit you on your ancient ass on the way out. Well, that definitely was an interesting conversation with an acquaintance of ours. I don't know how to feel about the guy. But if you want him back, you know where to get a hold of us. Because Yuli has literally nothing going on. Anyway, thank you for listening. Hopefully this was a good enough uh, replacement for an episode. Um, Again, we'll be back to form next week. And we are excited to continue these episodes for this upcoming October. Until then, the house lights are up. The film's off the reel. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. We'll see you next time.